You are listening to The Ben Keats Show, where every day the objective is simple. Ben will never stop fighting the fight and lighting the light on topics that affect you every day. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to The Ben Keats Show. My name's Ben, and different type of message today. Looking to talk to those uh, high school, high school, middle school children across the great country we live in and maybe even across the world someday. I'm going to talk about some things that really do pertain to you and what some of the adults in your life need to kind of advocate for. So again, welcome to the show. Uh, I don't know if you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify or Apple or any other streaming advice or device. Um, maybe you're even just looking at a reel on Instagram or TikTok. But regardless, thank you, and I hope if you like it, let folks know about it. It's how this whole world works. Today's episode number is 21, the 21st episode. Again, still doing one a week, being as consistent as sliced bread with you folks today. And this is what's wrong with high school electives. What's wrong with high school electives? And let me give you a little bit of background. Some of you know, I was a high school teacher for 14 years and, you know, we understand that there's going to be classes in a high school that have to be taught. You're going to learn math and reading, and maybe you'll, you'll even figure out what gender you are. I don't really know. That's just, I'm just kidding. Maybe you'll already know that by then. The, the bottom line, there's only two, but the bottom line is in high school, we have electives. We have opportunities and things that we can learn about. And there's a growing movement of folks that are kind of pushing against college. And what I mean by that is not everybody needs to go to college. Not everybody should go to college. And what we want is we're looking for the educational experience to not necessarily just be to propel people and what they need to know in college, but what do they need to know in life? And, and remember public high schools, public universities are funded by we, the people, we, the people have a say so in the curriculum and what's taught. And so some of the things I'm going to say today are kind of just trying to expand our understanding of what's going on. Hopefully you investigate and see what's going on in your local school, but let's have the conversation of what should be going on in schools to better serve all people. And these things definitely matter. And I think we all know there's too much wasted time too many requirements that shouldn't be requirements in high school, in middle school, and in college. And I'm not even getting into all the wasted time where we allow these the propaganda to come in and we spend extremely too much time serving a particular political interest. I'm even I'm really just trying to keep it pretty simple today and just simply talk about the classes. And in my opinion, the types of classes we need in public schools. So sit back and let's uh, let's look at this because who controls the schools should be you, should be your parents, should be the ones paying taxes. They are public servants. That means they serve us. So let's give them some ideas. What do you think? So the first thing that I would advocate for, and 
every single person listening to this would agree with is we need classes for children starting in middle school, teaching them about how to manage money and the, and how money works and what what does a budget mean and, and, and how do we go about doing that? This is a real world task that people need to have an understanding about. And this includes interest rates and this includes credit cards and this includes when you buy a house, what types of things do you need to consider? This this is how as as these young people become adults, it's information relating to money that they need to know. It's practical. Imagine if we were able to do this for people and it would avoid maybe future bankruptcies or avoid unnecessary attachment to credit cards and the interest rates that can just kill you. Imagine if all kids when they graduated high school understood interest rates, fixed variable, why? And, and risky home loans versus imagine that. Imagine if we simply had less credit and we knew how money worked. Imagine if people at the age of 16, 18, 20, were saving back money from their paychecks and, and invest in saving to pay to buy things in cash to not have to not be you know at the at the mercy of the debt collector that's what we're trying to get to don't you think i mean no offense to not saying that college algebra isn't important and i'm not saying that um you know chemistry three isn't important i know these things are important but these types of classes can be game changers for people. And when people are think, when kids are thinking about money and how it works, you don't think that that's going to impact the decisions they make after high school when they're already thinking, okay, I need to save this. I want to do this. This is how much these things cost. It's actually putting, putting them in a leadership position about their life and what they want to do. And that, that's what this is about. That's a way that we are serving these kids. And yes, parents are going to hopefully teach these things too. But I think it helps young people. The more information they get about these things, the more productive, responsible adults that they'll be with money and not find themselves in these situations that some of us adults are in, which isn't, which isn't what anybody wants. That's number one. <clears throat> Number two, relationship training, relationship training. I've advocated this for my, for most of my adult life. Um, and let me explain what I'm talking about here. Our, our ability to form relationships in a, in a healthy manner only propels us to positive places in our life. So for instance, let's say that you have Let's just say with friends. Let's say we're talking about high school kids. So these 10 folks that you're friends with at your high school, boys, girls, whatever, these ten, one of them may end up owning a big company someday. And they remember you as, oh my gosh, you know, Steve was such a, you know, so honest and just treated people well. And I, I remember this guy, I'll, I'll never forget a, a little quick story for this guy, Anthony Jackson. Anthony Jackson went to the high school I went to. Him and I are friends today. Anthony was an amazing basketball player, the best basketball player in the school. Colleges wanted this guy. 
He was, he could do all sorts of things, amazing things with the basketball. The student body applauded him and all the things and, and that he could do. When I went to high school, I was just a dude. I was just a guy. Like there's literally nothing special about me. I just was a guy that went to school. That's all I was. I wasn't, I wasn't popular. I wasn't anything. And Anthony, the way he treated people was amazing across the board. It, it was, there was no, um, there was no difference in how he viewed or treated people. Didn't matter how popular were, who you were. Now think about this for a second. I always remember that. I was like, I have this popular kid. And I was like, you know, whatever, <clears throat> excuse me. So when you look at it, you know, later on in life, now I'm an adult, he's an adult. <clears throat> We've run into each other quite a bit in our basketball circles. He's still a great guy. He literally hasn't changed. And I remembered those things as a high school kid. And what happens is, and this, and that's where my story ends at this level. But what happens is when you are, when you treat people a particular way, you do talk to kids about those advantages down the road who may hire you, how business relationships, forming partnerships with people to go into business together work. All of those things matter. And again, propels you to more successful places, maybe even more successful than having to take one more class that is meaningless. And for most aspects of your life that you end up falling asleep and that you do needless homework in. I know we all may have different opinions about what those classes are, and I understand that people are going to be engineers, doctors, et cetera, scientists are going to need those classes. But I think we have we can't snooze on these electives. That's why I said electives. It's a choice that people take these. I know there's going to be requirements. The other thing with relationship training is we're going to have be in relationships with our children, our parents. And so you have a talk on that. Now imagine 14, 15, 16-year-old kids getting to talk about why their relationship with their parent is important and how they, what's going on with that in a good way and a bad way and, and equipping these kids to be better kids, to understand how to navigate through some of the difficulties with their parents and how to be better, stronger people for that so that when they become parents, they're better, stronger for that. Think about dating. Think about, think about what happens to young people between the age of 16 and 22 in their dating life. Maybe they bring children in the world that maybe it's not the best time. Maybe whatever, all the intense jealousies and the immaturities and the things that can happen in relationships. What if we, what if we had, and what if we had curriculum that was designed to teach and show kids a better way to maybe you're not ready to date. Maybe we don't need to have another psycho crazy 16 year old couple doing stupid things because of whatever reason, maybe if we educated, gave information, people would be stronger, better within those relationships and make better choices on whom they decide to spend the rest of their lives with. You don't think that you don't think that when relationships fall apart, when, when dads get people pregnant and run away, when, when marriages don't even happen or fail, you don't think that there's impacts on society for that? You don't think that we have places within 
our our country that are largely largely matriarchal because men just simply aren't around. You don't think that that impacts those kids and their success and don't you think it would be good to explain why these things are important to 15-year-olds and 18-year-olds and everybody in between across this country, to boys, to girls? <laughs> they need this information. This information is going to get them further in life than if they know how to diagram a sentence or not. I love diagramming sentences, by the way. It's a loss. I know we don't do it anymore, so probably some of you guys are like, what the heck is he talking about? It's actually fun. It's old school. Don't worry about it. Relationships matter. Doing relationships in the right way matter, whatever those relationships are. All of connections in life are about how we love people and treat people and care about people and how they do to us and how we're looking to give. We're not looking to take all of these things matter. So it might be a good idea to have an elective class on that. I think it'd be pretty popular and I think it'd be pretty powerful. And if your school, I'll, I'll teach the class for free. It'd be a wonderful thing for me to do in my spare time, which I have done, by the way. Okay, <clears throat> let's keep on going. Let's talk about faith. Now you say, whoa, 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 public schools, faith, er, separation of church and state, which you probably actually know nothing about, but it's okay. We'll discuss that in a later episode. Not trying to talk down to you, but it's just generally true because most people don't. But let's say, let's take faith for, do you know that in states all across this country that they have, they allow kids even in elementary age to, to have it, to get a break from this a break from the school day and go to a, a pastor or a church to get training on their faith. If they want to, do you know this happens all across the country? Probably haven't heard about it unless your kids are going through it. Or you've heard about this. That's wonderful. Freedom is good. So wait a second. Wait a second here. We can't be sending these kids off to talk to the priest or the pastor or the minister in the middle of at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday. Why not? <laughs> what? Who, who's, who owns these kids? The school? <clears throat> the school doesn't own these kids. The parents do. We, we have to make sure we get this, this part of the power structure right. The public schools are not the parents. They are servants of the parents. So you said, well, just send your kid to private school then. They can get a private school education. Can they? How many people can afford private school? You know, private school is pretty expensive. So really, really what you're saying is <clears throat> the, the rich or the upper middle class, you go to private school, but a majority of the population can't, control, can't afford private school. Why can't all kids have the opportunity as their parents see fit to get training or more information about their faith. Why is that a bad thing? <clears throat> what are they teaching these kids? Grace, humility, forgiveness, the core tenets of their faith, whatever that is, it's open for anybody. You don't have to, uh, this is a wonderful way to tell kids you are not the center of the universe. You are important, but there's something bigger than you. And when you take time for prayer, when you take that time for reflection, 
that does a service regardless of the religion that does a service for those children. And it should be an option. Even go more, go a step further. There's been states that have even had an elective class, first semester Old Testament, second semester New Testament. It's an elective. Don't take it if you don't want to. But if you want to learn about the Bible, in our state of Tennessee, we're going to have this class. And in a different, if if in a different area, say we're in, you know, maybe it's Michigan, maybe it's Colorado, whatever. And we're going to have a, you know, intro to Islam class. So be it. It doesn't matter the religion, freedom, choice, opportunities, let parents decide. There's people that will teach these classes for free. I'm not saying you can't have a little bit of oversight, but here's the deal. I'm not going to worry that there's some malicious, horrendous thing going on that I have to regulate as a school. I'm the principal of school. I need to know, you know, I'm, I'm going to choose to trust. I'm going to choose that these things, if I, you know, I'm going to choose to believe that parents know what's best for their kids. Parents, you love your kids more than I do. So these classes are amazing. And these, these are things that make kids just give people to have the, the more of a well-rounded people know about your finances, know about relationships, know about your faith. <clears throat> Folks there's speakers all across this country that would be amazing advocates to come in and, and give different <clears throat> life lessons and motivational things to kids. We're missing an opportunity with the captive audience that we have with these children. We're missing an opportunity to motivate to educate and to teach. And I'll just tell you, like, regardless of your opinion, I'm going to say this in the nicest way possible right now. What's going on within schools is we're taking this kind of this social justice, which social justice doesn't have to be bad words, but we're taking this, this mentality from a particular viewpoint. We're teaching this narrow prism of what schools are about. And there's a control element that's going on. And it's not about these things I'm talking about. It's not about relationships. It's not about money management and being smarter and wiser. It's not about faith. It's about other things. And I'm not saying that those other things don't have a place either. I'm good with that. The more things we teach kids, the better and let them figure it out. But right now, unfortunately, we have a very narrow focus on what's okay to talk about what we're going to, what we're going to, how we're going to change this generation. It could be about transgender issues. It could be about, you know, look, it's tricky because I have zero problem talking about transgender issues. Racism, for instance, is one of my favorite topics to talk about. It's so interesting, just the different things that happen. And we should talk about these things, but I want it expanded. I want more options because the more that we have and let kids figure out, it's going to propel them to a better place. And we and it can be included and we can keep the politics out of it. It doesn't have to be this left wing thing or this right wing thing. It can be let's give kids more opportunities, just like Baskin Robbins and 31 flavors. We just need that for our children and the classes that they take and, and, get, and keep the politics out of it, whatever it is. Okay. Let's go to um, let's go to the parenting advice and let's go to the song today. Let's first talk with the parenting advice. So 
I've seen this dynamic a lot in coaching and teaching where parents are afraid of the school. Parents don't want to do something where their kid is targeted or their kid is punished. It's this kind of weird way that the school keeps control over their parent. And so we want to, we need parents to be a little bit more bold and to be a little bit more strong in the sense of what their, um, how they approach their kid and what's going on. First of all, take a deep breath and do whatever the right decision is for your kid what you want to advocate for, what you want changed within your school, whether it's a curriculum or what's being taught that you disagree with or what you would like to be taught. Don't operate out of fear. You may say, well, what if they do that? Okay. How about you teach your kid? You're, 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 you're a role model for your kid. We're not going to live our life based upon fear and based upon punishment. There are certain things that are important to stand up for. And we're going to stand up for them. As a family, this is what we're going to do because we believe passionately about whatever you want to, whatever we're talking about. That's the lesson you give your kid. Not this lesson. I'm afraid of what, you know, principal principal Paul is going to do to me. Like it's ridiculous. Like we don't want to live like that. So be bold and understand that, understand what the power structure is. Like I've mentioned a couple of times, parents should run the school, not the school officials. There are servants. They have jobs to do, and many of them do it well, but not all of them do it well. And some of them need that. It's just a checks and balance. The parents are a check to the school. Now, the parent, the, the school can be also, the school can say, well, we really think this is what should happen and, you know, whatever. But anyway, just things to think about. So the parenting advice is know your role, parents. Be brave, be strong, and and advocate for your child. Okay. Um the song is, it's a, um, it's, it's nothing really much to get into the lyrics of, but it's an old Bon Jovi song. It's my life. And I, I like the, I like the, the theme of it's my life because that's what I'm talking about here. It's these kids life. They only have one. There's only so much time. So let's, let's think outside the box. Let's try to structure high school and even college and how we push kids into being plumbers or electricians or start a lawn business. Let's show them all the ways that they can be successful and not go college, college, college is the only avenue and just simply give them more information in a broader way, but that actually they can apply to their life. So when they take these classes, I learn something from that. Oh my goodness, I never knew this. That's what we want kids saying after school. We don't want kids saying the seven classes I took today, I learned nothing. We know that's not always true, but I didn't learn anything. It's not gonna help me in my life. And, and that's not always true either. I'm not taking the general high school statement that as, as gospel. But what I am saying is we can do better. And to do better, we need to make it more relevant to these kids. And that's the answer. And I just like that song because I thought it embodied that mentality that I was trying to get across. So anyway, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate the support, the kind words, the comments, whether it's on my Instagram or my Facebook. Um, I'm actually on this topic. I am getting out there speaking to different schools and groups. And so if you're, if your school is looking for someone or your team is looking for someone, whether it's from a motivational standpoint, um, I would love 
to help you out. This is what I've dedicated my entire life through as a teacher and as a coach starting organizations is I want kids to have the best opportunity for success. And if there's some way I can help with that, please reach out. Let me know. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. I will talk to you next time when we do episode 22. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Let's keep the conversation going. You can reach out on Ben's website, www.benkeatshow.com or on social media to chat. And please remember to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. 